Hello and welcome back to the Brush Pens and Beyond podcast. I'm Leah, your host, and today I have a really fun interview with Mel from Lettering by Mel. We talked about lefty lettering, the challenges of running an Instagram lettering account, and more. You definitely don't want to miss this interview, so keep listening. Today, I'm super excited to have um, Mel, better known as at Lettering by Mel, on the podcast. Um, Mel is a brush lettering artist, Etsy shop owner, and she runs a successful Instagram page with over 50,000 followers where she posts satisfying videos as well as lettering tutorials. So, Mel, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Hi, Leah. Thank you so much for having me. So welcome to the podcast. Um, for the listeners out there who might not know who you are, could you tell us a little bit about how you got started with lettering and what you're doing now? Sure. So I started lettering back um, in May of 2016. Um, so basically at that time, I just needed a, a little bit of me time. It was a bit of a crazy time because I, um, you know, I have a a toddler <laughs> and so I just needed a little bit of a I guess a an escape from all the chaos so art has always been my um kind of like my therapy so um I stumbled upon um lettering online Instagram and Pinterest and I was like wow those look amazing <laughs> and I um so I started trying you know um I went to Michael's and Hobby Lobby and I looked up some pens that says uh, calligraphy on it. Mm -hmm. And this is how, how much I had no idea what, <laughs> what lettering <laughs> was back then. But um, I went on, I went to Michael's and I saw a pen that says calligraphy on it. I opened it when I got home and it was a broad pen. So one of those, you know, chisel tip. What? oh yes yes <laughs> I, I did like, the same thing yeah <laughs> I mm -hmm. was like, oh, how do I do this so you know I'm also left-handed yes I want to talk a little bit about that later but yeah so that just made it so much more challenging and I'm like mm -hmm. how do I do this how can I get how can I make all those amazing you know lettering pieces with these pen so I researched a little bit more and I went to Amazon and got myself a Tombow you know, brush pen. And, mm -hmm. So that's when I, I started falling in love with it. So I didn't, I had a pretty rough start. <laughs> Just because mm -hmm. I had no idea what pen to use. Um, and it was um, July of 2016 when I started my, um, my Instagram page. And so... Mm -hmm. um oh did you have something to say go ahead uh oh, I just wanted to say like that's when you know um I just started sharing pretty much I just started sharing what I was creating so I would practice like every day and I would just share what I I create for that day yeah and I I love your lettering Instagram it's so good and your videos are satisfying oh, and relaxing you. they're just they're so good um so what is it like being a left-handed lettering artist? Do you have any specific struggles? Like I know with smudging and things like that. Mm -hmm. And also, um, what tips do you have for any lefty artists out there who might be having a little bit of trouble? Yeah, sure. So definitely it is a little bit of a challenge being left-handed, especially, you know, looking at the majority of um, hand lettering artists 
a lot of them are right-handed. So mm-hmm. you look at them and you kind of, you know, as a right-handed person, like you look at it and you know how to do it. But there's not a lot of left um, artists right now. And so there's not a lot of references on how to, you know, position your hand. Um, so there are also different types of left-handed people. There's an overwriter where you write, you know, over your letters. And then there's mm-hmm. an underwriter where um, you write under your letters. And then there's also those who are who write upside down or sideways. So so oh, wow. there's really no one, you know, one way of lettering as a left-handed person. Mm-hmm, so, for sure. Yeah. So for me, it was just finding my, you know, what works for me. You know, I tried doing it as an overwriter. And then I tried an underwriter um, and, and what felt more comfortable, that's just what I did. So my tip would be to just try out different like grip, um, positioning your paper, you know, um, on different angles and see what feels comfortable for you. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is it a challenge when you're working with, say, um, metallic watercolors to avoid smudging? Yes. So um, it was just recently that I started metallic watercolors. Mm -hmm. And so I started with a brush pen and I know exactly how to position my paper and how to, you know, use my grip. But with metallic watercolors, since you have to use a paintbrush um, Mm -hmm. as an overwriter, it was a challenge. So I actually do my metallic watercolors sideways. So I would write it sideways. Really? (laughs) Yes. So I would position my paper. All my letters are pretty much like going up and down. (laughs) Really? Yes. So that's how I would record my videos. That's really interesting Mm because I don't think like from watching your videos that I ever have noticed that. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm just wondering for I'm personally am right handed, but Mm -hmm. if there's any left handed people listening, um, did you find any certain accounts or resources that were especially helpful for you when you were learning? Yes. So um, there's one that I just admire her a lot and it's um, it's logos underscore calligraphy. Okay. Yeah. So she um, she has just been an inspiration, um, but she does more like pointed pen calligraphy. Um, but like her work is just uh, it, it's yeah, it's pretty inspiring. <laughs> I haven't heard of her. I need to check her out. Mm-hmm. And that's on Instagram. Yes. yes. Okay. And I'll leave a link to all that for anybody listening. Mm-hmm. Um, check out Logos Calligraphy. Yes. Um, so um, I also wanted to ask you, you mentioned that you do, I know you do a lot of different techniques, especially on your Instagram, and you do lots of product reviews and things like that. Um, do you have a specific, um, I guess, stationary obsession or a specific product that you tend to use the most in your artwork? Oh, wow. A specific one? Yeah. It's like, I love them all. Um, the question of the year, yeah. So uh, I'm definitely drawn to uh, brush pens. And I For think sure. the best brush pens I've, um, I've had would have to be the, the Karen markers. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. first, when I first tried it, I'm like, oh, wow, these are juicy. I don't know if it's going to work for me being left-handed, you know, I don't want to smudge. So it was mm-hmm. a little bit of an adjustment. 
But as soon as I, I got the flow of it, um, it was just amazing because you can blend with them. You can. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. yeah, I love them so much. You can do so much with them. And then, um, yeah, and then they're so sturdy. So, yeah, definitely. They are. They're my yeah. favorite. <laughs> For sure. Um, and you also use the uh, metallic ones too, right? Yes. Yeah. So that would and be my second. <laughs> I also, I recently saw a video of you blending the paint pens oh, on yeah. like a, so how did you get started with a lot of the techniques that you use? Did you see other people or did you just kind of make them up as you went along? Um, it's a little bit of both. So definitely, you know, our lettering community has um, are such an inspiration. So there's a lot of the techniques that I've picked up from different artists. Um, and then when I have my alone time, I also do my own um, experiments and see like what works, mm -hmm. what doesn't. Um, so that's when I do like all my trial and errors too. Yeah. So going on what you said about the lettering community, you also host a popular lettering challenge along with Gaddis from Made by Mutiara and Yahi of the Letter Salon, yes. um, who I also interviewed on a previous podcast. But how did you get into that? And what is it like working with those two people and hosting a lettering challenge that has been around for a long time? Yes. So um, I've always loved lettering challenges. I think that's one thing that I that kept me going, you know, to do uh, lettering from the very beginning, you know, I would join some different challenges. Um, and so I contacted Yahi and because we, we were already talking before then and I contacted her and asked her if she would be open to, you know, doing a challenge with me. Because at that mm -hmm. time, I was already doing several challenges. And I'm like, I want to do my own. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, and that's when she, she said yes. Um, and then later on, um, we invited Gaddis to be uh, part of our lettering challenge. And, you know, I just, I love the way that the three of us work together. Um, yeah. I, I haven't really had any... Um, you know, it's kind of like we're all synced <laughs> in a way. So uh, yeah. I haven't really had that connection with other um, artists out there. So basically, like, we all have our different strengths and we all just uh, play well together. So coming up with our challenges, it just takes, like, not even a day to put everything together. Sometimes we're, like, rushing to get to get um, a challenge out. But it doesn't take us so long because all of us are pretty much, like, on the same page. Um, and so like we, we all come up with our prompts and then, um, and then Gaddis does all the, you know, the amazing caption and then, uh, yeah, he does all the, her skill is to, you know, come up with those amazing, um, hashtags <laughs> and then I do, mm -hmm. I do the design for the actual challenge. Yeah, and one thing that I, I really appreciate and I really like about your challenge is that um, there's a couple things. Number one is that you three are so supportive of the people who participate. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've ever seen that um, to that extent on other lettering challenges. Yeah. And then the other thing is that you have a new a new um, theme each month. Yes. Uh -huh. So what made you decide to not stick with the same hashtag for every month um so it's it's mostly that we just we just like to um do different things you know <laughs> so like most of our um challenges are based on like holidays or seasons or w things that we like and so we thought it would just be fun to change it up every month um for us you know just so that we don't um 
get bored of the same hashtag <laughs> too. Um, and and yeah, he's coming up with all the amazing hashtags. I'm like, we should keep this up, you know, <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. uh, choosing a different theme each month. Um, so yeah, so we just we just want to make sure that it's you know it's always fun and different for each month, um, so that our participants would continue to um, enjoy it with us and oh for sure and as far as like uh you know being supportive that's one thing that we all agreed on in the beginning is that we we Mm want to make sure that our participants know that that they matter and that they're seen so um our challenges have grown so much so we can't go through every single one but we do take some time out of our day or um, sometimes you know what at least once a week that to actually comment and feature um you know Mm -hmm. our participants (laughs) yeah and I remember the first time I participated in your you guys's challenge Mm -hmm. I was fairly new to lettering and I remember um I think it was you and um Yahi from the letter salon commented on my post and I got so excited as a beginner I was just like oh my goodness these famous people (laughs) (laughs) and it was just like this little thrill of adrenaline I was like oh wow I'm making it it was just yeah yeah and 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 I I totally know the feeling because that's exactly how I felt when I was you know uh, when I was new to, to lettering too, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, like these bigger accounts, like actually yes. like, noticed me, you know? <laughs> so, I know, it's just, it's the best. Yeah, so that's like, you know, for me, I think that's why um, I try to do the same thing, you know, kind of pay it forward, you know, just uh, making sure that everyone is seen and that they're getting help if they if they need help and getting comments and love. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because as a, as a beginner, um, especially with lettering and with Instagram, it can be really easy to get discouraged. Mm-hmm. And then when that one person comments or says, oh, wow, I love how you did that shadow or whatever, it just, it makes your day. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> so it's so nice. So I wanted to kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about, um, you created a flourishing worksheet guide for lettering. Mm-hmm which is available in your Etsy shop. And I'll leave a link to that in the description. Um, what made you decide to go ahead and start making work, like the worksheet and start an Etsy shop? And do you have any plans to make um, other designs or words to trace? Yeah, so when I, when I focused more on flourishing, um, a lot of pe- I would get a lot of DMs and comments asking, like, how do you do that? How do you do this? And mm-hmm. so, and then they would ask me like, oh, do you have any worksheets available? Um, and, you know, I would try to respond to each of them, but sometimes it's just, uh, you know, easier to show it. So I would try to show it on my videos and I think it's still not enough. You know, I just need to put everything down on paper and, and, and have a guide available for, for people to yes. who want to learn flourishing the way that I learned it. Um, and so I, you know, as it's been on my mind to do worksheets for a while, but it, it took me so long, you know, being a mom and I also work full time. So, um, yeah. so little by little, I, I put this workbook together and I tried to include as much information as I, as I'd like. So, um, and that's how the flourishing workbook, um, got created and, as far as if I would create more, definitely yes. I have some other great ideas. I want to make uh, mm-hmm. a workbook for 
larger brush pens and you know different oh, styles yeah. and how to incorporate it in quotes but but again like it's just taking me so long to do one thing oh yeah <laughs> I, I completely understand like um when I was doing a it was like a, a lettering kind of connection series I'm still doing that um and like an alphabet series people were asking me when are the worksheets gonna come out and I'd be like oh just just give me a couple yeah, months yeah. couple months went by and it's like oh yeah it's still in my drafts right and <laughs> They're coming. It, it does. It takes so long to put together. It really a does. Yeah. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I know. Um, so I also wanted to talk a bit about um, the differences between the traditional style of lettering, you know, manually with pen and paper and then digital because um, a lot of people always say to me like, oh, you're doing digital lettering. Well, that's that's cheating or that's that's easy. Um, and then when you try it, I personally found it harder than regular lettering so do you find um either one of them are harder and if so like do you have a certain preference yeah, I think they both have their challenges um you know like when you're using pen and paper you can feel the exact pressure of the the brush pen and that could make it a little bit harder for flir- to do flourishing because you know you want when you're doing flourishing you want to just have a light hand um throughout the entire mm-hmm. loop um so, and then when you're doing um, digital lettering, it's it's hard to to get that exact like um, loop. Um, but for me, I, I don't know. I kind of like both. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. to come up with coming up with ideas, I like using pen and paper just so that I could get the actual feel of how how it will work as a with a brush pen. But to, mm-hmm. to practice my flourishing um, digital doing it on the iPad and procreate does help a lot because I could do undo <laughs> as many times as I for sure yeah. yes so, mm-hmm. you know, practicing and I'm like okay I don't like how that looks so I just undo a bunch of times until I get the right one <laughs> yeah and it's also portable so you can do it yes, wherever exactly. too, right? yeah so um, you have very satisfying videos and very like nicely filmed videos. Do you have any tips for the listeners on filming their own lettering videos that could be helpful? Uh, yes. So, oh man, like I've learned so much. <laughs> my my video editing <laughs> has, has um, improved so much throughout the, the years. Oh yes, same. Um, yes. <laughs> my tip would be to definitely get a good um, stand or, you know, the thing that holds your phone so like a little tripod mm-hmm. or or I use the the gooseneck phone holder um so mm-hmm. definitely get a sturdy one of those and also I think sometimes we're we're afraid of zooming into our work and the way I make my videos is uh actually my I my my phone is pretty much next to my hand so I really zoom in to yeah. my to my um my lettering piece and I think that helps you know make the video more satisfying <laughs> to look at mm-hmm. um when everything is like zoomed in and you can actually see the details mm-hmm. especially for um metallics oh, yes. and um with the uh like chrome markers and yes, things like that exactly um mm-hmm. So as far as lighting goes, what do you use for lighting or what would you so recommend? So I have two lighting on my desk right now. I just have a regular lamp. And then I also mm-hmm. have um, a small ring light that I use to kind of lighten up the shadows of my um, my videos. 
So, um, cause I noticed with just one light, it's, I still have a lot of, uh, um, harsh shadows, especially since I, like mm-hmm. I said, like my, the way my hand is positioned, it's, it's over my letters. So sometimes my shadows are on the actual letters. And so I use a ring light to kind of soften that shadow. Okay. Yeah. And so is there any specific challenges that you face when filming just because you're left-handed? Yeah. Um, it's just getting the angle really. Cause, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at those, um, artists that are right-handed, you can tell what the word is already, <laughs> uh, as they write, mm-hmm. but as a left-handed we're um, we're on the other side of that. So we're actually covering parts of the words. Um, so that makes it a little bit more challenging. Like, what is she writing? You know? <laughs> so mm, it does okay, help yeah. to kind of just zoom in everything and write each letter. And then at the end, like zoom out. And so they can see the, mm-hmm. the actual word. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for when I was filming and people were asking me a lot of questions about how, what do I use for filming and stuff before I got mm-hmm. a tripod and I still use this, I would take a, a roll of packing uh-huh. tape and I would just kind of sit it down and then rest my phone in between. So I'm wondering, do you have like any crazy lettering hacks or unusual things that you use for filming or lettering that people might oh, not yeah. think of? Um, I've pretty much done what you what you've done. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I would, you know, right now I'm actually at my parents' house so that they can babysit my kids. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so if I do need to record a, a video while I'm here and I don't have my gadgets, I would just find whatever is in the kitchen. You know, um, if you can also use mm-hmm. like wine glass and put your phone inside and kind of just um, mm-hmm. tilt your phone so that you can, so that your phone is pretty much like on your on your paper you can also use like a wine glass, yeah. Yeah, a wine glass or book. yeah Catherine from uh keep living uh-huh. faster she said that she uses a oh martini goodness, glass that's amazing it, it goes in and tilts it down at the, the yeah. right angle and it, yeah. it does work yeah so it's pretty good but then my phone was I guess it was mm-hmm. too heavy so it went and then it crashed oh, no. down and smudged everything <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I've started using tripods, but I mean, other yeah, than it's, that, go it's ahead. It's a little tricky. Um, maybe like books, you know, you could, like you said, you can stack up some books. Um, mm-hmm. What else have I used? Um, hmm. I guess that's pretty much all I've tried. I would say just look around. Um, oh, those, uh, those little, uh, what is it called? The things that hold your phone on the back, like the the ring holder, <laughs> the pop- oh, the like yes, pop socket yeah, the pop type socket. things. There you go. Yes, those yes, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Too. So if you have one of those, use that as your oh, stand okay. for your phone. <laughs> oh, see, I've never had one on my phone, but that yeah, I can mm-hmm. see how that would work. <laughs> all right, so listeners, now you know. Here's all the tips yeah. and tricks. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about. I know it's really difficult, and I I experienced this as a beginner, um, finding a mm-hmm. style without directly mm-hmm. copying somebody else's and, you know, discovering what really makes your lettering unique. So you've got a distinct style. Like, if I see your videos, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. lettering by Mel. Um, how did you discover your style, and how long did it take? Was it a struggle? Or oh, it, it was naturally? definitely a struggle. <laughs> so... Um... Mm-hmm. When, when I was starting out, I wanted to try everything. 
and I actually did. <laughs> I went through so many different styles before I found my own. Um, mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I did, you know, um, I did like bounce lettering. I did, I even tried like the traditional calligraphy with um, pointed pens. Um, mm-hmm. I did uh, blending and all that. So I did, I even did like more of like a hand lettering type you know, style where you use uh, Crayola markers. Um, so I tried mm-hmm. all kinds of styles. And I was like, man, I need something that will make lettering, lettering by Mel stand out. Or, you know, like you said, like, you know, you'll know that it's me. It's my work. Um, and so I made a list of everything that I love, like everything that I enjoy. Um, and I narrowed it down to flourishing. And that's one thing that I just, I haven't gotten tired of doing it. I could do it in my sleep, you know, I could, it's something that I just, I yeah. enjoy a lot. And so. It's your, it's your strength. You're amazing at those Oh, thank those you. Um, so yeah, my yeah. tip would be to just, you know, don't be afraid to try different styles, you know. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's good to try different styles. And then just like what I did, make a list of everything that you love, everything that, because uh, everything that you might still enjoy, you know, a, a few months from now, um, because there's some different styles that when you try, it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is fun. And then a couple of weeks later, I'm like, OK, I'm tired of that style. I want to move on to something else. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah, it's just make a list and then try to narrow it down, like which one do you still enjoy? And then hopefully that way you find your, you know, your style, like how I did. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I really like the approach you took how writing down what makes your style unique or what you mm-hmm. really enjoy. And I think, you know, sometimes we can get um, caught up, especially if you start to gain a little mm-hmm. bit of a following um, on Instagram um, of what your oh, followers yes. want. And it can be difficult to take the time and realize, okay, who who am I making this account for? Is this for me or is it for the people across the internet right, that I don't right. even know? So have you ever felt the pressure? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure you have, but how do you deal with the pressure to maybe create a certain thing or use a certain company's yeah, products? So, um, yeah, I definitely felt the pressure. So when I started my Instagram, I actually grew really quickly. And so I felt the mm-hmm. pressure <laughs> really, um, really hard pretty early on. And I'm like, I was like, oh, wow, like all these people are watching me and it actually scared me and kind of um, pushed me away, in a, you know, um, so it kind of like pushed me away a little bit. But then I just had to kind of um, bring myself back and say, like, OK, I created this account for myself. This is kind of like my journal to share with everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just have to keep reminding myself that, you know, this is my my own world this is my happiness so I have to do things that I enjoy and sometimes you know like I don't even post consistently (laughs) and that's because I'm like okay I'll just post when when I feel like posting you know (laughs) yeah oh for sure yeah tired I'm like I'm not gonna force myself to to do a lettering piece right now because then it's it's just gonna look ugly (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um yeah and I, I like how you're taking yeah. that approach. That's so there's, great. there's two ways I see my account. And that is, yeah, one is that it's my little happiness. I'll create what I want to create. And then the same, the same, um, at the same time, I also uh, look at my account as a sort of a way to help others, like help beginners, 
So, mm-hmm. um, so that's how I see it. It's like, it's my little own happiness. But at the same time, I also want to help others. So that's why I do like those tips mm-hmm. and tutorials. And so, so yeah, so it's my little happiness and also a way for me to give back to the community. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I, I love how you have, you know, a mm-hmm. mix of tutorials and design videos, photos, digital lettering. Um, so I wanted to ask you, have you ever thought about offering a lettering course or have you taught a lettering course either online um, or in person? Yeah, I, I created a, a lettering course. Uh, course a long time ago <laughs> it's still floating somewhere on the internet <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell you that one because it's like I've improved so much <laughs> um, but yes that is um, on my list of to-dos I do want to do a course eventually um, I just want to try to get all the workbooks out and then <laughs> and then do a course so <laughs> yes I, I would love to do a course um, starting from beginning all the way to how to do flourishing for sure. So as we're getting ready to wrap up here, unfortunately, our time's kind of running out. But do you have anything that you'd like to promote or let our listeners know about either helpful resources mm-hmm. or something you're? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if you like flourishing or something that you think looks beautiful and you want to learn it, um, check out my Etsy. I do have a flourishing workbook and it starts with someone who just knows the basic of lettering. So if you know the basics of lettering and you want to do flourishing, it's for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that and then also just um, I would say, you know, just if you're afraid to um, to post your work on the Internet, <laughs> I'd say just go for it. Um, don't be too for sure. uh, harsh on yourself. Just post what you have. Don't compare yourself with other um, learning artists out there. Um and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll see one of those newbies around. Mm-hmm. So Mel, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to chat with me about your lettering journey. This was so much fun. And again, if you guys want to check out lettering by Mel, she's on Instagram at lettering by Mel or her Etsy shop. And I'll have links to that all below. So thank you. Mel, thank you so much. Thank you for this having me. This was great. Thank you for listening to this episode of the brush pens and beyond podcast if you would like to check out any of the links that i mentioned during the interview be sure to check out the links down below in the description just a reminder that brush pens and beyond is now available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and more and you can check out all of those links at www.anchor.fm slash brush pens and beyond Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll be back next time with a fun episode about lettering challenges, some of the questions that I received over on my Instagram, and just a primer of how to get started with hosting or participating in your first lettering challenge. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.